we're back. We'll introduce you to our guests in a moment. There's no point running through newspapers. There's only one story mm. in town today, and that is that we're back mm. with um, serious concerns from my perspective, mm -hmm. and he's absolutely delighted. Uh, let me explain. Let me explain. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think that the Premier League have, have swapped a whole set of manageable problems for a huge number of unmanageable problems. And I'm, I'm uncomfortable that we've rushed back at this point, whilst the British government is saying might ease lockdown restrictions, might, mm -hmm. might ease social distancing, might, might open pubs. We're rushing headlong into putting football back on. For me, it remains too soon. And I'll tell you why. And I didn't want to say this at any other point, but I will now. When you've, when you've been in the place I have, when you've woken up from an operation you didn't expect mm -hmm. to, when you have quite literally faced death, mm -hmm. and there are others around here, Stillian Petrov I noticed today saying, no, too soon. Andy Cole yesterday, who recently found out mm -hmm. how fragile life is, saying, no, no thank you. Troy Deeney, whose family have, have mm -hmm. suffered um, probably more than most. And Golo Kante, mm -hmm. who's still training on his own at Chelsea, got concerns. You can keep football safe you can you can create an environment in which premier league players can play andy but beyond that can you can you can you guarantee the safety of the technicians that will put it on people like myself that'll sit in front of it and watch it uh, you, you you you're you're bound to have gatherings of people in houses inevitably to watch football matches what's the point of watching football on your own I there do. isn't any and let me tell you something else my information is that liverpool's next two games i know you do because you've got to at the moment um <laughs> but that's not true <laughs> Liverpool's next two games are likely to be played at Wembley. That's the derby against Everton. Mm -hmm. It should have been played at, at Goodison. Um, and this information I think you'll find confirmed this weekend. And the game against Manchester City. The thinking is, and I can't get my head around this, Liverpool fans won't go out onto the street to celebrate a title win if that's the case. Two things. One, it's a presumption that they win those matches to get mm -hmm. over the line. And two, I guarantee you, there will be thousands on the streets of Liverpool the night that Liverpool win the title. Because... It's inevitable that there will be 30 years. It's something mm -hmm. special in the history of that club. The title should be won for me, mm -hmm. with or without fans at Anfield, because mm -hmm. that's where the players play. It's home. And I understand that there'll be thousands marauding up and down the Anfield Road. For me, inevitable. Uh, so that, that, that's amongst the unmanageable problems that the Premier League mm -hmm. police and the authorities have created for themselves. That's my small piece. I now hand over the no. lectern to my friend. Listen. There's not a perfect solution to this. Uh, I'm delighted that uh, the Premier League is going to start again. I want it to finish. I've been an advocate of it finishing, but not if it, was been, it had been deemed by people who are much more intelligent than I, who know more about this uh, pandemic than I do, who know more about this horrendous virus, who make the decisions. They make the decisions. Now, there's a collection of people, the LMA, the PFA, the Premier League, the government, the medics, who have all been consulted and have all had dialogue with each other. And they've come to the conclusion that, in their opinion, we should finish and it's safe to do so. That's been passed on to the footballers. Yes, there are some who have concerns. I get that. And so does everyone, Richard. I don't think anyone would say anything to any footballer who turns around and puts his hand up and says, I don't want to play, I don't feel safe. Right? This, 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 so, is, a, this no. is an anemic version of the conversation, no, no. Andy and well, I it have to be anemic. It has to be anemic. But all those decisions made. So then, when the, the authorities say, we think we can go ahead with this because we're taking this, this and this, these precautions, then it's up to them to take it to the footballers, which they've done. And the footballers, including Troy, who's now going to be back training, 
So he's had, he's thought, and he's sat down and thought safe about it, houses, and Andy. he's been told, no and Football he's been be told. But what I'm houses. saying is, Richard, that's that's where we are with this, as far as I can see. All now, I am say. I happy it's back? Yes. It might not be perfect. Of course it's not. It might be, as some people say, an anemic version of the sport we love. Yes, it probably will be for a bit, but I still want to see it out. There are people who have been confined to their houses for nine weeks, desperate to have something to look forward to, and, and give them something to lift somebody. Now... If it doesn't work, if it goes wrong, then fine, close it down. But I don't think we should not try. I think there's no, they talk about integrity, there isn't any. It's a rush for cash. I don't there's think no we're rushed. About that. I, don't I think, think the players will be absolutely rock solid safe. It's the, the, the effects, the ripple effects thereof, and the same government that said Atletico Madrid can come to Anfield and let's, let's run Chelsea. Those, those decisions those are, are for a different time. Yeah. That's, that's where I think we should leave it because yeah. we haven't got the time. No, and it's, like it's wasting it on our We guests. are wasting it on, on a guy who... Uh, a little big man, I think. Yeah. For me, the nicest... No, one of two really nice people I've met in football. And that's a terrible word because it doesn't so do So me and justice. who else? <laughs> Bob Wilson. Uh, yeah. Bob Wilson yes. and uh, Gianfranco Zola. Yeah, he, yeah, this morning. yeah. Yes. Gianfranco. Yes. Very good morning to you two guys. It's I, think, a... I think I would go as far, Jean, as to say Jan's the nicest Sardinian I've ever met. <laughs> because he's the only one I've ever met. <laughs> it's actually quite interesting yeah, that, Jan, isn't it? Because as a Sardinian, you, you do, as a, 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 an island, consider yourselves independent-ish? From Italy? Kind of. Uh, I think we are very, very uh, jealous of our identity, our, uh, our character, our personality, and sometimes our personality, our character collides with, <laughs> with the personality <laughs> of the, <laughs> the moment. Uh, so, yeah, we, we, like, uh, we like to, be, to have our own identity and uh, very proud of it. How has lockdown been in Sardinia for you, Jean? It's been very good, actually, because uh, luckily Sardinia is one of the places in, uh, in Italy that uh, is being hit uh, the least. So uh, we didn't have uh, a lot of cases. Actually, now we've been uh, risk uh, without we've been COVID free for nearly uh, more than one, one week. So good. The, the good thing about Sardinia is that is uh, is one of the biggest islands in the Mediterranean, but there are only one million and a half people living. So the population is quite spread out, and so there there haven't been many problems. The ones that we had, they've been dealt very well, to be honest. Good. Well, let's get down to the football. We've we've spent the last five, six weeks, Andy. Mm -hmm. I can't remember. More. More. Uh, just 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 reveling in, in in memories with people, Jan. So let's let's start at the time you you joined us in England, if we may. What what was it, or how was it that a washed-up 29-year-old <laughs> had the best 10 years oh, of his career yeah. and went on to become voted as Chelsea's best ever <laughs> at that period of his life? Well, I think it's I don't know. To be honest, uh, some some of the things they happen and uh, they happen like uh, some things like like magic you know it's uh, something that uh, a combination a cohesion that is perfect it works well for both and so the the relationship uh, the grows uh, very very well like, like uh, you know i came the when i when i came to to chelsea i was going through a difficult moment with uh, with parma with, uh, with football because uh, 
I was, uh, it was just after the Euro 96 with Italy. We didn't do very well. I didn't do very well. And uh, that affected me very much. So I came back uh, to, the, to the next season and uh, we started and it was a struggle. So there was a, the, the need to change. And uh, when this opportunity came for, to come to join Chelsea, I did it. And uh, for me, it was like I was reborn in football-wise. Honestly, you know, it's, uh, it was a bless. You know, it was a Jam, bless. It was, yes. What, what, what I'm thinking as well, Jam, when you came, you came into a league as a, what, five foot six, five foot seven? What are you? Five, five foot six? <laughs> Yeah, you are. yeah, maybe. You, you came into this this English <laughs> league, which was renowned. The the league was renowned for power. Yes, you know you yes. got your your Vieiras, Roy Keynes of this world. You know Manu Petit, big six foot plus people, and they were all in the midfield area of the football pitch. And yet here you come in, this diminutive little Italian. People were saying maybe I I was one of them. Oh, he's going to find it tough to survive in this league. Yet you didn't. Why? Well, first of all, uh, this is related to is one of the most port, important parts. It's been always one of the most port, important parts of my career. I always based my career on on uh, my strengths. Okay, yeah. I knew that I wasn't the tallest. Uh, I knew I wasn't the, the the strongest, but I knew how to be quicker and how to be smart. That's how I developed my my skill, football skills. So when I came to England, yes. I was. Uh, I had a big disadvantage on a physical point of view. From the physical point of view, I couldn't compete with them, so I had to be clever. And I used one thing that uh, you know I, I I got an edge on the defenders because when I was playing a striker, I used to drop all the time in between the lines. Mm. And in those years, the, the defenders weren't used to play against like that. No, it's true. It's true. <laughs> no, it's a modern. But the reason I say that to Andy, Jan, we we joke often, Andy and myself, about um, the, the the modern day game and the, and, and the phraseology yeah. that goes with it between the lines. Um, you know, Andy played in a three at Aston Villa in the seventies mm -hmm. at, at the top end of a field. I mean, you Peter Beardsley we were talking about yesterday, and Andy Cole said exactly the same thing. It's 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 nothing new, is it? No, it's, it's nothing new, Richard, but uh, uh, in my case in, in particular, it was, uh, you know, was a little advantage. Sometimes beings, uh, they, they, are, they, they are created by small, small things, all right? Mm. So for me, dropping in those areas and having the possibility to receive the ball and have those two seconds in which I could turn and look forward gave me a big advantage because they were the conditions in which... I gave the best. No, I had those two seconds. They give me the opportunity to move the ball and run at uh, at players instead of the players being on top of me straight away. I had those two three seconds. He allowed me to run with the ball against the defenders, and then I could use my my speed, my agility, my skills with the ball against the strong defenders. Very good in the air. Very uh, able to defend uh, long balls, but not as good in defending on uh, on low balls and that was the advantage it gave me so many uh, you know opportunities to improve and when you have uh, a little legend like that uh, richard you build up confidence in yourself also mm -hmm. the support and the teammates build up confidence in you 
and it's something that it feeds itself. No, you get better and better, and the, the better you become, the, the, the you know the, the stronger you are as a player. So I, I promise, it, especially the first year, it was a big big bonus for me, and it gave me what you said that the speed of the push game, forward. You say two seconds, one, two. Wow, that's not long to get a ball, receive, turn, look up. And... It, is, it is for him. It's a long time for somebody with your <laughs> yeah. skill. No, but, uh, but Richard, it's uh, uh, in football, and Andy can say that uh, they can confirm that sometimes it's it's uh, sometimes it's, it's a reaction game. You have to be very quick in the, making decisions. No, sometimes, especially nowadays, if you see, sometimes you don't have those two seconds because as soon as you receive the ball, you have already somebody on top of you. Mm. Uh, so you have to be good to making decisions quick. But of course, if you are, uh, you are used, like in Italy, if you are used to make a decision quickly, because in Italy it was very tight the game, mm -hmm. and then you come in, you have two seconds, it, it makes a big difference, I promise. Do you have a favourite moment as a Chelsea player, Jan? Hmm. I know where you're going. What? No. <laughs> no, I'm just, that one. Uh, yes, Indy, I think, I think uh, first FA Cup. Uh, First FA Cup, first of all, because uh, it was a long time before Chelsea had yeah. won something. And so it was massive for all uh, the, the Chelsea support. It was really, really big. So there is the one factor. The other factor is, is because it was, it was a surprise for us. Uh, I've already said in Italy, the, the, the Italian Cup is not considered very, very much. Uh, many teams, they don't play the... the they don't play the main team when they when it comes to those games. Uh, is uh, undervalued. Mm -hmm. The FA Cup. So when when we play the FA Cup, uh, I remember myself and also the other Italians, Gianluca and uh, Roberto Di Matteo. We we didn't expect to be that all that attention or all that uh, participation for the crowd, and uh, it was a big big surprise, a very positive one. I thought you were going to say, Jan, it's one of the outstanding goals yes. from, from that. You know the one I'm going to yeah, say. Yeah, absolutely. That one, Norwich, FA Cup, I think. From the corner. Bridge. But you, you talk about instinct. You didn't know you'd done yeah. that until you got home and saw it, did you? Absolutely. You are totally right. I, I, that is one of those things in which uh, he explains what is football about. You know, sometimes you have to make decisions very quickly. And those decisions they come not by not thinking but very much but just doing it you you follow an instinct like a, like i did that i went i ran on the first post on the on the to intersect the ball with the head uh, then the ball came very low and instinctively i tried to do something that uh, i imagined many times million times in my mind <laughs> before i never did it i was never able to do it and, and I, I was never able to do it afterwards <laughs> but in that moment, yeah. I promise, and they, 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 they came to me a few times, uh, yeah. an Italian crew and uh, or an English one, and they said, me, come on, Franco, we need to go and replicate the goal that you scored against, <laughs> against Rory. It was quite embarrassing. <laughs> now that's, but that's the genius of it, Franco, is that it but wouldn't be genius. Yeah, it wouldn't, but it wouldn't be genius if you could do it every time, really. Correct, that's a very you know, good point. What, what makes a genius is it's, it was so unique and it's so difficult to replicate. And that, that for me, was what made it extra special. Was last no, season... No, exactly. Sorry, sorry, carry on. No, I was, 
I was just saying it's I've never been presumptuous enough to say, well, I've done that, I can do it uh, anytime because <laughs> it doesn't work like that, at least in my case. But I, I'm honest enough to say I was very courageous to go on there and try and it worked out very well when, in, when he had to be, you know, we had to work mm -hmm. and I'm very proud of it. Was last season, Jan, despite the success, you won trophies. Um, was it as good as you wanted it to be or in some ways does it kind of shade, shadow what you achieved there as a player? Because it was a very difficult 12 months, wasn't it? Well, yes, it was very hard, as you can imagine, uh, Richard. I think it, it, last year it could has it, been as good as it could be. Because, uh, first of all, we had two teams that they were on a different level than us. So mm -hmm. fair enough to say that Liverpool and, uh, and Manchester City were ahead of us. Uh, so on top of that, we had a team that uh, it was uh, coming for a... Uh, long time in season the, the year before and uh, and so we had to build up also a new system to play and uh, Sarri's way to play it takes a little bit time to get better if you go and back and research on Sarri his teams they do much better the second year first year they do well but not well enough second year they go better because it's, it's made is a, it's a system that is based on repetition and it takes a little bit of time to get it done and uh, and that's it. So I think uh, and on I think better. Uh, but uh, but in the end, uh, you know, I have to say it's been it's been a good result. Jan, you you mentioned one word there that as a footballer, I kind of gone ooh ooh, mm. and did it go against Sari? You used the word repetition. Now mm. footballers, like you you know yourself, training. If you have repetition, repetition, repetition. You, you go in every day and you think, oh, no, same again, same again. Was that a problem for you in that first season with the boys? Yes, uh, absolutely. And it is, that's one of the, uh, the, the issues that we had to sort uh, to face during the year. We started at the beginning where the players, as I said, they were very much behind, uh, behind uh, everything we were saying. We, you know, they were brilliant. They were following uh, everything. But then, as they as the you know, the, the repetition the, the, and also the the amount of games they were playing, the players got tired, yeah. and they got also in a way bored. But Andy, you know better than me, no? Yeah. Boring is part of our job. Sometimes yes. you need to get bored. Yes, uh, exactly. When you get bored and you persist in what you're doing, then you get better. Mm -hmm. Because I remember that. Uh, that when I was learning to play football, uh, maybe kicking a ball, I used to do it uh, three, four hundred times a day, at least. And, it, uh, you know, there was a moment in which I, I get tired of that, but I needed to do it repeatedly mm. because if I wanted it to become a part of me, this was the process I needed to go through. And uh, last year, there was a moment, especially the, the talented players, the, the like uh, Hazard, the like uh, William, you know, players that they know how to win games yeah. on their own, they were, you know, they were suffering by the, the type of exercises, by the type of uh, training that we're doing. But it was necessary for the others and for the whole organization. I, to be I, honest, go on. to be honest, uh, uh, Richard, they were brilliant because they got bored, hmm. of course, and it was normal, 
but they kept doing it throughout the year. And that was the reason why when everybody was dropping, we were going up towards the end. Uh, there's good and bad news here. I want to talk about your World Cup career, but we need seven minutes to do that. There's only five left in the programme. So. <laughs> Jean, I'm sorry. He was always going to say that. Oh, I know. I need to go now. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. No, listen, it, 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 was, it, was a, it was a season fraught with difficulties. Was he ever close to the sack, Sari? Yeah, I think so. Uh, last year we played, I think it was the early February, I think, when we played uh, away from, uh, uh, away in Cardiff. And the first time that the supporters turned turn against us. Um, and it's the first time I heard that the supporters turning against somebody, a, a coach. Uh, we were basically losing one nil and... Uh, and it was going bad, but that's where the moment was. I felt we were in danger because situation wasn't 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 good at that moment, and we were losing supporters against us. But then is when the, the players they made a difference because I remember in the second half we we introduced uh, Hazard and uh, Ruben Loftus-Cheek, and immediately they changed the game for us. Players and, that win uh, games on their own, as you mm, just said. Mm-hmm. Where we... Yeah, definitely. But in that moment, you know, if we didn't have the players behind, they could have let it go and uh, probably would have been gone. But they fought and they did it very well. And uh, from that moment, that was the moment in which we, we started to go up again. That was the crucial moment, actually. That's extraordinary. That yeah. close. That really. close. Ooh, no, we, Jan, we, we, Jan could have taken over. <laughs> No, 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 no. he would have, uh, I think he would have gone at that time. Um, Jan, obviously a difficult time for everybody. Mm. Um, You're not involved, none of us have been doing anything yet, but is it all over for you or do you want to find your way back in again when when you're able? Well, I don't know. I don't think it's a a chapter that I closed completely, although I decided to uh, spend more time with the family to dedicate other things that they, they were very important for me at this stage. But I keep an eye all the time. I keep trying to learn to improve myself as a person, as a coach, because uh, the job has become very challenging at the moment and uh, you need to be able to cope with a lot of stuff. Last year has been a great uh, learning uh, learning experience for me. Yeah. And uh, the level of coaching now that you need to have to, you know, to be able to learn the coaching the Premier League is very high, Richard. And, uh, and you need to be prepared for that. Are you focused on being number one, or would you consider, like you were last year, Sari's assistant, someone else's assistant, Jan? Or, do, or would you come back as your own man? No, I, I did it the, the experience last year as a, as a second coach because, uh, I, of course, I like uh, Sari's way of playing football very much, mm-hmm. and also because we were at the Chelsea. So if I go back to football, I think I'm going to go back as a, as a number one. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Quite right. And stamp your authority on it. Uh, Jan, we miss you. We spent many, many happy hours with you here in Qatar. Um, I'm, I'm sorry that's not still the case. But, oh, uh, uh, is he, uh, Sardinia, had the golf courses open, Jan? <laughs> yeah, for, for quite a while, yes. Uh, good. You, you, you needed practice <laughs> from the, my memory the last time you were here, so I'm pleased <laughs> that you're playing a bit. <laughs> How many times did we play him? Oh, we played him six times. And how many times did we lose? Once. 
Once, <laughs> once, yeah. <laughs> There's one fabulous occasion. I offered him the chance. Yes. A short putt he got. Well, he had a 10 footer. Mine was 30 25 feet. feet. And I said, oh, it's been a lovely day out. Do you want to Do you want, do you want a half? Yeah. And what did he say? He said, no, I want to play it to a conclusion. And what did you do? Drop the putt in. And what did he do? <laughs> he went home. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I, cannot, I cannot reply to this because it's true. So, so I, I have no weapons. Enjoy but, uh, Sardinia. Thank you very much indeed. It's, uh, it's always a pleasure to talk to you guys and uh, hopefully I'll see you soon there in Qatar. Yeah, okay? we'd like to. Yeah, we'd we like miss to, you. Yeah, we miss when, you. When things settle, Jan, come back and see us again. It's been great. Thank you for spending time with us. Yeah, stay safe, Jan. Okay. Franco Zola, lovely, lovely guy. But you know, that's the reason I suppose I hesitated with the word nice. You said to me earlier, Ray Wilkins, these fellas, they are, they are nice people, but they wouldn't be a success without the oh, no, no, cutting no. edge that and, goes with and do you know, being do you know what? pleasant. When you, when you, I don't know, maybe sizest, but when you have, when you come into that game, this game, and you are a small footballer, mm. you have to be super good. You have to be great technically. You have to have a, a probably a greater mentality because being six foot three and hugely talented gives you an advantage against someone who's maybe five foot seven and hugely talented. Were you brave or mad? <laughs> I, I, I've never considered myself brave. No. So you did what Jan was talking about. You just put. And there oh, yes. is the time. We'll have to continue this oh, on well, Monday. Answer that question one word. Mad. We spend time on our own on Mondays and we will be back here uh, discussing. We'll be back here, I think, for the next two or three weeks mm. until finally uh, we start to watch some live football. And I am pleased that I can watch live football again. It's just not the football it won't that be. we were watching. It won't be. Won't so be. I'll leave the final word to you. Well, stay safe, everyone. See you back here, Monday.